Welcome to the Runners Connect Run to the Top podcast, where it's all about learning from the best minds in the sport so you can train smarter, stay healthy, and run faster now. And now your host, Tina Muir. Hello, this is Tina Muir. Welcome to the Runners Connect Run to the Top podcast. Firstly, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast today. Whether you are out for a run, driving in the car, doing chores, or just sitting relaxing, I know there's so many different things you could be listening to, or maybe not listening to if you need some peace and quiet. But either way, I'm so thankful you're choosing to listen to our podcast. The Chicago Marathon, one of the six marathon majors that almost every marathon runner wants to compete during their running career. It's one of the fastest and most recognised marathon races in the world. It is one to watch every year. Last year, I was given the opportunity to race in it as an elite, and while I was in the elevator a few days before the race, I met the driving force behind it, race director Kerry Pinkowski. Someone who had so much to do, has so much responsibility, took the time to talk to a nervous, overwhelmed British woman to reassure her that she did belong to be there. Kerry has been the race director for the Chicago Marathon for 26 years. You can only imagine how many people he has met during that time, how many hands he has shaken, yet he is the most down-to-earth, fun, genuine guy you could meet. He just loves the city of Chicago and loves the sport. That moment was one of the highlights of the Chicago Marathon weekend for me, and it's one of the reasons I wanted to bring him on the podcast today. You are going to love him. So... Who is Kerry Pinkowski? Well, he is the Executive Race Director of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon and has been since 1990. He's also been inducted into the National Distance Running Hall of Fame. He's responsible for recruiting and developing a world-class elite field each year for the race. And in 2001, he was honoured with the Road Race Management Race Director of the Year Award presented by Running Times. So what are Kerry and I going to talk about? Well, we're going to talk about what makes the Chicago Marathon so special, some of the highlights of the Chicago Marathon over the 26 years he has been the race director, and I didn't even know about half of these, and of course, which is his ultimate favourite, what a day in the life of Kerry Pinkowski looks like on the morning of the Chicago Marathon, what the Chicago Marathon and the other world marathon majors are doing to maintain a drug-free sport, and the advice for your first Chicago Marathon from the guy who knows it better than anyone else. So, you ready to meet Kerry? Let's do it. Welcome to the Run to the Top podcast, Kerry. Well, good morning, Tina. How are you doing? It's very nice to see you and uh, and talk with you this morning. Yeah, I'm excited. And uh, for those of you listening, I've actually met Kerry a few times now. Uh, I did race in the Chicago Marathon in 2014 and got to meet him there and uh, absolutely loved him and uh, had a great time talking to him then and actually saw him about a month ago now in London. So it's great to be uh, reunited with you again, but this time online rather than face to face. Um, so, uh, we're just going to go through some questions, kind of wanted to have Kerry on here for a while, but I thought it was about time that we actually brought him on. So, for those of you who don't know, Kerry is the race director for the Chicago Marathon, and this year he is celebrating his 26th year as the race director, which is pretty impressive. But Kerry, do you want to just tell us about how you didn't always intend on being there quite that long, or even, you know, for <laughs> well, the future? Oh. <laughs> sure. I mean, I, I've always said uh, I, I live a charmed life. Uh, you know, I, I'm from the Chicagoland area, just, 
just across uh, uh, the lake here uh, in Hammond, Indiana, which is uh, which is which is a neighbor of of Chicago. So growing up, I always had a, a Chicago influence. Um, but uh, you know, I, I I ran cross country and track as uh, as a young boy in Hammond, and then uh, obviously was able to con- continue on through college, and then and then continue on after college. So. To be able to work in an industry that has an activity of which you were involved in as uh, as a young guy, and then to continue on and do this, it's it's uh, it's it's very interesting and fun, and uh, you know a love of mine and a and a big influencer in my life. So, um, it's it's uh, it's a fun it's a fun uh, fun lifestyle, and uh, as the event has grown and the popularity has grown, I've been been able to be part of that. Yeah, and I bet it's even better having it from a big city. You know. Uh even small town marathons tend to get uh the town tends to get around it but i can imagine in a city like chicago i bet the uh, well i experienced it myself the atmosphere is electric and that must be you know make it more worthwhile sure i I mean chicago is such a great sports town uh you know with our with our teams and and the, the the community here is is amazing uh you know chicago is a big city but the chicagoland area uh comprises uh, a very large, active group of people that uh, that love their sports teams, that love competition, and that's evident uh, with the marathon. I mean, we had over a million, one million five hundred thousand spectators last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, some come down to watch the front end competition, the elites like yourself. Uh, some are connected to a friend or family member or loved one, so it just makes for a really, uh, really exciting, uh, uh, you know, point in the calendar. Marathon Sunday is a special day for all Chicagoans and each year it gets uh, gets a little bit bigger and a little bit better and uh, but it's amazing how the the community and and the city has embraced the event. Yeah definitely and we'll go on to kind of talk about that a bit more your advice for people running the Chicago Marathon this year as I'm sure quite a lot of our listeners uh, will be in that situation but firstly you designed the course yourself is that correct? I, I did yeah it's it's well I mean one of the things that that's I think unique about uh, the Bank of America Chicago Marathon course is it's it starts and finishes in the same same place. And from uh, years ago, uh, I just felt building an event that uh, creates uh, the race day experience creates a, uh, an amazing tour of the city. We go through some of the uh, iconic neighborhoods, past some of our uh, you know world famous landmarks. Um, so you get you get a wonderful tour of the city but it's also very convenient it's accessible for friends and family members spectators to get to different locations um you know you can you can go to the start and watch the start and then walk across the loop and and see your loved ones at the three mile mark or the halfway point um our public transportation the cta which is a which is a great partner you can access five or six different locations and get back and meet uh meet your friend or family member at the finish line so uh, for us, it's it's balancing a, a very unique uh, race experience, but also having accessibility to uh, different points for friends and family members. Which, for a major, I think that's um, that's pretty unique. Um, a lot of our participants, the majority of our participants, can walk to the start and walk back to the finish line. So that convenience factor uh, for our participants, taking the stress off of uh, commuting to the start or whatever in the morning, I think adds to the adds to the race day experience. So. That's been a big success point for us over the years. Yeah, definitely. And I actually uh, could see that myself when I did run it. My uh, fiance was able to get to, I think, 
for five or six different points. Whereas uh, at London, you know, my, my loved ones saw me a max of two times and uh, you could either be at the start or the finish. I mean, I don't think anyone saw me before about eight miles just because it was so far out of the way. But it is great that Chicago, yeah, not only do you get a tour of the city, but you you get to be in multiple places, which is probably a big pull for people who aren't or weren't traditionally um, fans of running because they get to see various points and get to see the race develop and kind of the the, the ups and downs that the runners go through. <laughs> well, and, and for us, a lot, you know, we have a big percentage of our, our, our participants are first-time marathon runners. So, you know, they're just, they've, they've done their training, they're a little bit nervous, and uh, as, as you learn the marathon or, or go through the marathon experience, it's, it's pretty neat that, uh, that your family members or loved ones can get to different locations for that reassurance and be part of that experience. So it's worked really, really well for us. So, uh, again, the, the, the Chicago Transportation uh, Authority to the CTA uh, has been a great partner with us. They put on additional service and staff race morning to, to move people around. So we'll continue with that with that great tradition. Yeah, that's great. And uh, so you've only actually run it yourself once, which you ran a very impressive uh, 220.43. But why have you not run it since, why have you not kind of followed uh, Dave McGillivray's uh, thing of doing it after every... Our, our job responsibilities, I have a little, you know, I mean, I, I have a little bit more responsibility uh, race morning. I mean, it would be great to do that. I mean, I've always often said if I could press the button, I would run it twice. Um, but, um, you know, for me, I, I had run the Chicago Marathon. I'm one of these um, uh, athletes or runners that, you know, uh, didn't get to the starting line. I actually had trained for, wow, maybe four marathons wow. with the Chicago Marathon way back when was the one that I got to the start line. It was much fitter in the other three preparations, but got injured, never mm -hmm. made the starting line. So I've always felt that, uh, you know, uh, where I fell short as a, as, as a participant, uh, I've taken that energy and, and crossed over to the production side of it. So, um, you know, for us, it's, you know, having known the heartbreak of training very hard and preparing and not making the, making the, making the start line. Um, you know, that's, that's part of our culture and, and with our training groups, I think one of the things that's really amazing is how far the trainings come and how how much healthier participants stay. There's so much more knowledge out there on what to do and with injury prevention and equipment. And uh, I mean, it's just uh, uh, the technology, shoes, apparel. It's amazing. So you think if you if you know you were at that age now and you tried to do the train for the marathon more again, you think you you would have made it to the start line now, or I, do you think I, it's the fundamentals? If I was a little bit more patient and a little bit uh, a little <laughs> bit smarter, I, I I've always talked about running one, but I think most marathons have a nightfall cutoff, so that would be that would be the big challenge that I would have, <laughs> is get to getting to the finish line before the the evening comes. But <laughs> I have I need to get back and run one. I'm I'm not going to attempt to go anywhere or uh, close to where I, I was before but it would be fun to go from the middle to the back end and experience that you should uh, join dave one year for the boston marathon join him and run with him afterwards uh, that would be an interesting experience he's a <laughs> very very popular guy out there so oh really uh, yeah, definitely it is a good reminder, though, that, um, you know, at the end of the day, the most important thing is getting to the start line. And it's the part Absolutely. that we actually often take for granted. So it's good to hear, you know, you were very uh, had some very impressive results at Villanova and, you know, ran, was it 13.48 your 5K? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. even, you know, even people with a 
results of that level still have issues when it comes to getting to the start line healthy for the longer races. So good reminder right, there. Pictures. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we all exactly. struggle with that. Exactly. A little stubborn, a little impatient, uh -huh. but uh, I'm a little smarter now with age. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? Well, hopefully. <laughs> I think you're forced to be a little bit smarter with age. So. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Um, so then what about... Um, uh, this is probably going to be a very difficult question for you to answer, but do you have a most memorable Chicago Marathon, one you enjoyed particularly that stands out? Wow. I, you know, I think they're all special in a certain way. Uh, you know, if you, if you think back uh, to the competition, we've had some wonderful competition. And, and, th and this goes back into the early years of the marathon. Uh, uh, Joan Samuelson and Ingrid Christensen really uh, did some historic, I think really revolutionized the way Women run the marathon and that head-to-head -head competition. Um, you know, uh, Moses Tanui and, and Khalid Kanuchi had a great head-to-head -head uh, race. Uh, I mean, Paula Radcliffe's world record, the 217 that, that, uh, and her 2002 mark, which was really uh, uh, revolutionized the way re we really look at the way women uh, run the marathon and, and our, our world record performance. But probably, I think, you know, given we had less than ideal conditions, the, that head-to-head -head, uh, competition between, uh, between Sammy, the late and great Sammy Wanjuru and, and Sagay Kabeda, um, when we had uh, people in our media center jumping up and down, I mean, they just went back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. It was like a, it was like a, a prize fight. They just kept throwing punches at each other, and, and uh it, it really personified it. Uh, I think that's Chicagoans really recognize that, that both of these guys weren't going to give an inch. Uh, they fought in, in less than ideal conditions. We had, we had um, some challenging con conditions, and it was just a great – and you could argue maybe one of the greatest marathons ever run, but just the back and forth. It was a classic confrontation of which, you know, Sammy Wanjura won. So maybe that was probably the one that sticks out in my mind. Yeah, I'm not surprised. And it is always those ones where, you know, it is a true race. And, and people, I think people watching also can see that it's not that effortless kind of these, those two men were out there fighting like for their life. And it was, you know, who wants it most? It really came down to that. So that I could definitely see that where that was. But I'm glad you did mention the Paula one because, of course, that's special to me as well, <laughs> knowing who she is. Sure. We had Paula, we had, we had Paula uh, here. Uh, for her, celebrating her tenth the tenth anniversary of her of her uh, event record and world record, um, and I've had the opportunity to see her run many times in London and New York. But I was in the lead women's vehicle for her for her world record, which uh, was one of the most amazing performances I've ever seen. Uh, uh, just a, a, a historic mm -hmm. uh, performance that I can remember every step of the way. It was uh, it was amazing. So she's she is a magnificent person, magnificent athlete. And uh, just a, has been a great ambassador for Chicago, the World Marathon Majors, and um, and marathon running. Yeah, definitely. And I think that day when she did run Chicago was the day it kind of registered with her of just you know how good she could be, and she realized like you know how good the future looks for her. So that was that was very exciting as well. So as you mentioned, there have been quite a lot of world records. There's many PRs every year, and you know a lot of people just have great races when they run in Chicago. Um, do you think it is just like the flat nature of the course? I mean, do you, how much of an impact do you think the crowds play? Are there any other um, things you think con contribute to Chicago being such a success? 
I, I think it's 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 the culture of, of of the marathon in Chicago. There's such a tradition and legacy of of athletes, um, you know, performing well, running fast here. Uh, I think the convenience we talked about before. I mean, the course it's a fast course. I mean, obviously, world records have been set here, so people of all abilities know that. Um, there's been there's an opportunity for them to perform well here and and, and if you go back if you go back onto the and uh, all of the traditions of of the great athletes that have run here and you know the front end people and the iconic athletes but just also the amount of athletes that qualify for the Boston Marathon or or uh, they come here for many different reasons so um but up front it's to go fast there's mm-hmm. no doubt about it yeah no but i think also like you mentioned it's it's because it's been Everyone knows it's a fast course. Everyone feels like it's a great course, and so they go into it confident. And when you go into something confident, that's when you usually do have a good race. So probably you'll sure. kind and of keep you, spiraling. Kina, you, yeah, you've run. You've run. Um, you've you've competed here, so you you you, you understand the. Hi guys, just wanted to take a second to apologise. We were having some technical difficulties on this day. Just so you know, right now Kerry was talking about Chicago having a great atmosphere. And I'll pick up right where we left off. They do a magnificent job in, uh, in laying a horse and uh, making sure everything's in, in place. Yeah, definitely. The Yeah, the atmosphere is just out of this world. It was just uh, so loud and especially with the the high buildings, it just kind of echoes off it self makes it sound even louder (laughs) um okay so how about your job as a race director can you tell us about a typical day on the race of the marathon from the moment you wake up to when you put your feet up finished okay race race morning well at that point in time uh everything should be in place so it's a very relaxing morning for me i mean uh our our team here are, are very busy but for me uh i have a few uh hospitality responsibilities some media responsibilities check in with some of our our, our uh, agencies the the uh, leadership from our police and fire and uh, what time sorry just want to pause you what time does this all start i'm i usually i'm usually out of the hotel by about 2 30 in the morning okay. uh, you know i need to be at our our forward command area there's a, a police roll call and then there's a briefing that uh, that i participate in and we're updated Obviously, there's some uh, some media pieces before the race, but uh, for me, it's a very uh, uh, it's a very exciting period of time. Uh, you know, as the, as the morning builds and obviously the sun comes up and we get ready for race day, uh, the majority of, of what I do is done. You know, the weekend before, I have a very busy schedule. Um, uh, oper- we're reviewing you know the operational schemes with our teams. Uh, I try to touch base with a lot of our clubs and groups that are in town, so. Um, but uh, for me, it's it's um, everything's in place and it's uh, a, a good day. I mean, there's a lot of follow up in the days after. Obviously, the evening after Monday, Tuesday through the middle of the week, there's a lot of follow up um, and, uh, and 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 touching base with with our partners that that goes farther than that. So for me, race morning, it's not too bad. It's the the evening and the following days that that continues to stay stays pretty busy. And what do you do during the race itself? Like, for, are you at the start line? Are you in the lead vehicle? Sure, I'll, I'll go. I'll go up to the start line, check in with uh, with our teams up there, uh, check in with our lead athlete coordinators. Uh, I may do a couple of, uh, of of media requests, and then uh, I'll I'll go back to our forward command, check in obviously with our with our partners in the city agencies, our federal partners. Uh, I'll get some updates from our operational team, just how the flow of uh, the morning's going. Um, 
And, uh, you know, obviously our medical director, I interact with, uh, with Dr. Champus. He'll give me some updates on weather conditions and, and, uh, it's just getting a status report. Um, but, uh, we have such a, such a well-organized, um, uh, event here. Our staff does a magnificent job. They work very, very hard. Uh, our partnerships with the city, uh, it all comes together. So it's, it's really, um, uh, a, a, a consummate example of, of a team effort. We have public and private. We have our participants, our volunteers, our residents, everyone, thousands and thousands and thousands of people that play a role in this. And uh, fortunately, I'm, I, I am the race director and spokesperson. But um, for me, it's, uh, I enjoy the race a little bit. I get to watch a little bit of it on TV and see what happens and, and, then, uh, and then get on with the day. Yeah. And when you talk about your team, how many people are on your team? Uh, we have about 28 people that work full-time, uh, you know, preparing for the marathon and have different responsibilities. So, and that ramps up as we get closer. We have a lot of contractors that play roles, uh, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, elements that get plugged into the, into the event as we, get, as we get closer. Yeah, that's great. And then what about when it comes to, uh, like, keeping a, a drugs-free sport? I, I myself kind of experienced it last year at Chicago when I arrived as an elite, I had to uh, keep, I had to get a drug test. I think every athlete did. I'm not sure if that was the case or if they randomly picked, but what sure. steps are you taking to make sure that our sport is kept clean and healthy? Well, I mean, for our event, uh, Bank of America Chicago Marathon, I mean, we, we uh, uh, in, in the 26 years that I have been here, we've implemented uh, uh, drug testing. Um, in Chicago, we have a very, uh, a very forward stance against performance-enhancing drugs, and that's even come to the forefront uh, recently with our partners in the Abbott World Marathon Majors. Uh, the six of us um, have, uh, you know, have developed um, a philosophy and a stance working with the IAAF for uh, more uh, extensive out-of-competition testing. So um, uh, Abbott World Marathon Majors, these six magnificent events, uh, our, our stance um, to eliminate performance-enhancing drugs from, from uh, these competitions is really one of the pillars of, of the association and the philosophy of our events. And what it, when you said the, uh, the six races, what, which six are they? Uh, Berlin, Tokyo, Chicago, Boston, New York, and London. Okay, okay. So probably the six biggest ones. Okay. All right. Great. Um, and then, so back to being a race director, what is your favorite part of doing it? Is there a moment that stands out or just overall? Yeah. You know, for, for, uh, you know, it goes in different, it depends on different times of the year. I mean, obviously we start <laughs> when we launch our registration, that's an exciting time of the year. This weekend we're kicking off our training programs around, uh, around the Chicagoland area. So uh, some of our groups are meeting for the first time, so I've been invited. So I've got a couple of appearances this w weekend. I'll have a chance to talk to first-time marathon runners or people that may be running, uh, running the marathon and raising money for, uh, for special causes. So that's, that's really neat because it, it, it energizes me to see that enthusiasm and excitement, anticipation, because um, we've got a group of people that may be running for the first time, and uh, they, they're on the front end of this da daunting task. And then I check, we check in uh, along the year. So um, there's a lot of pieces of it that, in different times of the year that, that complement um, race weekend. Okay, and then what about on the day itself? Is there a moment that you kind of like sit back and you think, wow, this is awesome? <laughs> Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> Monday night, okay. 
yeah, Monday night is a, is a good time. So, uh, <laughs> that, so that is that when you put your feet up? Well, you know, celebration, celebrating our champions. Uh, you know, when we have our, our first male and female finisher, wheelchair yeah. finishers are also uh, important. I mean, we have such a, a, a competitive international uh, field that you get to celebrate celebrate your champions. That's an important uh, important time for us. So, and then all of the runners that you know that uh, here at the Bank of America Chicago Marathon, we have participants from all fifty states, over one hundred and twenty uh, countries, and a lot of cases are coming to Chicago for the first time. And and really, what way to discover this amazing community than uh, taking a tour of the city on on the on the marathon route? So, um, there's so many assets. I mean. Uh, facets of this event that are, are so rewarding. Uh, you know, our charity program, we've made great strides with our charity program. Um, you know, we have, uh, we've raised over $120 million since 2002, and that program continues to grow. Um, our American Development, this is, a, this is an event that uh, our top American kids uh, have a chance to try to qualify for the Olympic trials. We have a lot of, a lot of athletes that are trying to extend their careers, so that's, that's really rewarding. And just down the road here in Champaign, we've got some of the greatest wheelchair athletes uh, in the world. Tatiana McFadden is, uh, trains at the University of Illinois. She's, uh, she's a local, uh, local athlete. Joshua George is also uh, comes from that, that area. So that's, that's really fun, too, to have. Uh, we have this international wheelchair competition and uh, two athletes, not only in Chicago, but they've been dominant around the world. So we're real proud of that, too. So just uh, it's... Uh, as I said, for, for a guy that was running around Maywood Park in Hammond, Indiana, a long time ago, to, to continue to be involved in um, the industry, it's uh, I really do live a charmed life. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely, and that's that's great to hear you say. Um, so then let's let's go off on a side tangent slightly, and do you want to just tell us a little bit about Shamrock Shuffle uh, for runners who may not have heard of it, or you know, I've obviously heard of it uh, through the elite standpoint, and my friend Alexi Pappas ran it, uh, oh, sure. won it this year. But do you want to just tell us a little about that race for someone it is, interested? It is an event that we produce. It's an eight k race. Uh, it is uh, a kickoff to the running season in Chicago. Um, we call it a rite of spring, especially here in Chicago, where we've had some very, very challenging, um, challenging winters. But um, it's it's a traditional date, much like the marathon that uh, uh, we have. It's the largest 8K in uh, in the world. We've also had some great performances, but it's also uh, a, a great uh, uh, asset to the marathon. It's a kickoff to the running season for the Chicago Area Runners Association. Um, it's an event that uh, people also. Uh, may run as their first race on their road to uh, participating in the marathon, but uh, it's a point on the calendar that uh, that we're proud of. Uh, our, our team that produces the marathon produces the shuffle. We've also had some great competition. You mentioned Alexi Pappas uh, won this past year. Stephen Sambu, who's had a great a, a great uh, fall and spring and summer um, season on the road, also also won here. So. Um, it's 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 our what we call our small race. If if uh, thirty thousand thousand participants can be considered a small race. <laughs> and is there a how about the process for entering that? Can anyone race it, or is it kind of a ballot thing again? No, it's an o- open open. It's on our website at shamrockshuffle.com and uh, and learn all about it. Okay, all right. I will put a link to that in our show notes this is probably a good time to mention they are at runnersconnect.net forward slash rc62 so i'll put a link to that there 
Um, so back to Chicago a little bit more. Um, if someone is has got a place, they are racing this year, 2015, what advice would you give to someone if it was their first time? I, well, whether it's Chicago or, or whatever event, I mean, I, obviously you want to have proper training, um, you know, um, and, and prepare properly. First and foremost on the front end, you know, we continue to, uh, to message to our participants to make sure you talk to your physician. Or, or healthcare professional about what you're going to be doing. Uh, make sure that they're aware of your family history. And I would suggest, you know, if, or your medical, uh, uh, your care, uh, caregiver or your doctor uh, may suggest a physical, but that's first and foremost. And then also train properly. Your first marathon should always be a little conservative. You want to make sure that you run a little within yourself, um, make sure that you have, uh, that you enjoy it, and then hopefully you can come back and try and run a little bit faster. Yeah, and I think also with Chicago, it's kind of important to mention, and I'm sure you recognize this, a lot of people, as as it is a flat course, they tend to get a bit carried away in those first few miles and pay for it a bit later. Well, yeah, and a lot of that is, is you gotta, you got to stay within yourself. I mean, you get caught yeah. up with all the crowds and the enthusiasm and the, the excitement, and, the, and, and uh, you've got to stay focused. It's almost like you yeah. have to, you know, for the first time, participants, you've got to tune that out a little bit and stay within yourself. Make sure that you stay stay with your your forecasted pace and with or with your with a pace group um make sure it's uh, it's fun and memorable in the last few miles you're waving and smiling and enjoying uh, enjoying yourself i i definitely intend on doing that in the future because i i have to say i was not doing that this time around i was just hating every second of those last few miles but maybe you have to watch the show after we're afterwards yeah <laughs> i did it wrong so i i, I recognize well, that that happens <laughs> yeah um and then is there something about the marathon that you you really like or is there something that your heart is there you know you said you haven't been able to race it but you just love watching it and love being a part of it well, I, I think for for me personally, and and our our organization here is is really uh, the partnerships that have developed. Uh, I mean, the city. Just to reiterate what we were talking about a little bit early, the city has really embraced uh, the the uh, the marathon. Um, Chicago has become uh, a destination. Uh, it's uh, become a world class city. Uh, I think the marathon and the city have have grown together. Um, and just the response that we see and the enthusiasm that we see from the neighborhoods and, and that energy um, and support is amazing. And it gets better every year. I mean, obviously, the, the marathon has a, has a, a philanthropic uh, effect through our charity program. It has an economic um, effect through the, the people that come to Chicago and stay in the hotels and experience the, the city. But also, it's, it's, it's a goal for a lot of people. A lot of people that may be watching the marathon may say, hey, I'm going to get myself fit. I'm going to get myself active. I want to be uh, part of this. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a wonderful asset to, uh, to the Chicagoland on, on, on many elements. And, and we just try to enhance that, try to get a little bit, little bit better each year. The team we have here, um, they work very hard. They're very dedicated. And uh, each year we try to get a little bit better. And, and, uh, and, and that's, that's been our goal. And uh, you know we really we really build the event from the from the bottom up from the deck up the the race uh, our participants race day experience is is paramount um, and everything is built on that and that's the that's the philosophy of our sponsors and our partners and our media partners so um, working with uh, a team that has the same common goal is is amazing and very very rewarding. Yeah, yeah, and I think the big city marathons are just something that every 
every every marathon runner has to do at some point the the crowds buzzing they're just excitement i know uh, for london marathon the whole country england just the whole thing everyone is excited about it whether you you run or not and i think on a smaller scale chicago the whole city is is excited and it is getting to the point where you know america is excited and then you know definitely the running community so it's it's been great to see it grow over the years uh so you go do you want to tell our listeners i mean i know a little more than probably most do in that i like i said i did just see you in london um but do you want to kind of tell us a little bit more about what you do in some other times of the year i know you're going to london next week which i'm very jealous of but what are you <laughs> what else do you do throughout the year with abbott i'm guessing mostly yeah i mean one of the things that that we're very proud of is is uh our partnership in in the uh, abbott world marathon majors uh, Abbott, with, which is, a, is a, a wonderful Chicago company, has stepped up uh, as a sponsor of the, of the series. Um, this past uh, spring in Boston, we announced that we'll, that we'll, uh, that we'll mirror uh, our elite series, where we recognized our top participants uh, in the period of a year in the, t- in the six events. We're also, we're, in 2016, we're going to be introducing uh, a series for our wheelchair athletes, so we're, we're very proud of that. Um, but collectively, uh, for us, six together in our partnership, it allows us to really um, to, to, to elevate the sport. Uh, I mean, with, with the support of Abbott, uh, the, you know, the conduit between our six events, uh, we're working together on, on media and messaging and uh, health and fitness and training and all some wonderful things. So to, individually, we've been, we've been very strong, but collectively, we're going to get stronger. So this, this partnership is going to make... Uh, the sport of marathon running even better. Our events are going to get better. We're going to uh, elevate the sport uh, on a global stage, and we're looking for some really wonderful uh, results in the next in the in the, in the years to come. Yeah, it's great to see. And I, I guess you kind of would get ideas from each other. Like when you go to the other marathons, you do you see things you want to implement into Chicago? Absolutely. When you have uh, six events that that uh, that are similar but different in many ways. Um, and, and, and that can be from our medical, our medical teams interacting with each other's. If there's, if there's, uh, 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 a new treatment or a new technology that's, that's, uh, maybe being tested in London, our medical, uh, director will be there to observe or, or, uh, a communications element, or maybe there's a new technology wrinkle, all of those things, those, those best practices that are shared, um, are, are help help us all get better, but that helps the industry get better. Um, mm-hmm. you know, our our general manager Mike Nishi has has a, a race directors conference that's hosted here in Chicago, and uh, uh, Peter Chachi from the New York City Marathon is going to be here, and uh, obviously I'll be here. But uh, those practices we share with some of the other uh, event producers around the Midwest and around the country. So um, what we learn in the in the Abbott World Marathon majors. Um, is shared with our industry, and, and uh, if we all if we all complement each other, uh, the industry and the uh, running experience gets better for everyone. Yeah, definitely. And do you think the as the participation numbers rise, particularly with women, as more women begin to um, you know start running and try it out? We had a uh, Catherine Switzer. Uh, on the podcast a few weeks ago and you know she was talking about uh trying to grow it all around the world uh running do you see as as running continues in the future with women you you think more and more it'll become even more you know popular all over the world oh i i think so yeah it's still an affordable accessible activity that uh that that uh, anyone can participate in and and uh 
you know, although we've had great success in, in Chicago, there's still in the Chicagoland area and, and uh, across the country, there's, there's an obesity issues with, uh, with our youth. So, uh, I mean, using the marathon as, a, as an example, we have some great partnerships that, uh, uh, that work with after-school programs and, and uh, uh, take running and activity to, to the community. So it's been, it's been, um, it's been, it's been an important piece for us. Mm-hmm. And what about any race directors listening? If they, you know, they have a smaller marathon and they're trying to make it grow, do you have any advice for them on how to you know, keep participation right, rates rising or other tips you might have? Well, you know, f- uh, f- for us, I mean, I think the key is, 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 is never, never lose sight of the race day experience and, and the participants. And, I mean, we've been very good with uh, talking to our participants, talking to our volunteers, our city agencies. Uh, I think one of the things that's been very effective for us, we have a, a review process where our team and our partners, uh, we meet uh, a few weeks after the marathon while it's all fresh in our, our, uh, our mind. Uh, we get feedback from our participants, our sponsors, our, our, our city agencies, and, and, and really evaluate what worked and what didn't. If we had some things that, that worked well, we enhance those. If there's some area for improvement, we really take a look at that. So, um, you know, that's that's the key. I think is is um, each event is a, is inherently different, but you really have to you know look at how you can get better in some elements and 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 then and make the event you know complement the event. So you think uh, reflecting, uh, you know, after Chicago Marathon, the reflection period, the kind of like you said, the debriefing and the going over what went right what went wrong that's very important to how you've been able to grow sure absolutely okay great um and then what about just uh you know runners out there spectators or what what do you think we can do to continue growing the sport of running especially the marathon how can we keep it keep the momentum going um you know i think i think it's it's you know for us it's um, it's promoting the marathon. I mean, you know, when we look at the Chicago Marathon, I mean, obviously, you know, we have, we have the elite athletes up front, which is a story. But you know, we've been very effective in in uh, in elevating the the human side of of people of all abilities and all you know from all walks of life. So I think that's that's the key uh, for us is that there's so many there's so many stories, there's so many different elements of the event, and you want to make sure that you. You bring that to, to the forefront. I mean, there's there's so many interesting stories of people that have been drawn to the marathon uh, and their reasons for for coming, and that and that's what that's what really uh, extends the the intrinsic connection to the event. I mean, you know, nothing sells the Chicago Marathon like the Chicago Marathon. It's amazing the amount of people that that I talk to that say, "Hey, I was watching the marathon last year, and I saw this individual come by, and it motivated me, or I I want to mm-hmm. be part of this, or I started running, or I." I looked at myself and said, "Hey, I can look at these people out here running the marathon. I can get a little bit fitter. I can get a little bit more active, and or or, or, or an element of that. So it has a great influence on on a, on a healthy and active lifestyle because it's the absolute expression of of running is the marathon." Yeah. Oh, definitely. Great, great way to uh, bring it all together there. So that's all the questions I have for the time being. But I just have one more thing that I'd like to ask you, uh, which I ask all the uh, guests that come on the podcast, which is if you could give us one word to describe what you would like to become, accomplish or achieve this year, what would that word be and why? Oh, uh, you know, Wow, just a, a, a safe and memorable experience for for everyone uh, is what we what I aspire to, and uh, 
and, and just a, a great uh, race day experience for everybody. More than one word, I think. Yeah, I think I think that's that's quite that's a few there. It's tough to it's that's tough to to I'd have to have to process process that for a little bit. <laughs> okay, well maybe I'll come back and after ask you after the race. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, Carrie, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, talk to us today uh, for the Runners Connect Run to the Top podcast. I really appreciate your time and uh, sure. getting some great insights here. And it's been wonderful to hear more from the uh, race director of the Bank of America Chicago Marathon. Well, and hopefully, Tina, we'll see you back in Chicago again. Uh, I'm sure you will. You don't in, worry. Uh, you in, will. <laughs> in form, right? Yep. <laughs> Isn't he awesome? Is anyone out there not daydreaming about racing Chicago after that? I had a bad race and wondered if I would ever want to race it again, but that's pretty much gone now. It really is one of the races to do. If you want to learn more about Kerry and the Bank of America Chicago Marathon or the Shamrock Shuffle, check out their websites, which I will also put links to on our show notes at runnersconnect.net forward slash rc62. I will also have a link for how to leave us a review on iTunes on there. And it would mean so much to me if you've been enjoying these podcasts for a while, if you could leave us a review. You can also email me if you have any suggestions. I really would love to hear from you. My email is tina at runnersconnect.net. So that's all from me. Have a great week.